Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September second. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing swell. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. A little late, delayed episode today. Just we were talking yesterday. It's a Friday to Monday event. We decided to push it back a little bit. We didn't have a lot to go on. You were busy. I'm busy. Turns out we might be even more busy today. That was not quite the foresight or planning that. You know what you'd expect from this podcast, but we figured we push known. it back. I would have forgotten it was my uh, my anniversary when I was talking texting with you yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we pushed it off to your uh, wedding anniversary. There, there we go. So now we're squeezing this in. You know, a lot of life events happening around these parts yeah. these days. You got you a know, brother's wedding this weekend. Yeah, I'm a, I'm officiating my brother's wedding and. Uh, you got? So, did you get your official certification? Yeah, Reverend Bi- Re- Reverend Brendan. Yeah, the uh, Rev. So like, I'm going through. I'm like rehearsed a couple times, and I start, and like my brain is so broken now that I'm like, I begin like greetings, <laughs> and welcome, welcome. Like I just it's like greetings and welcome to the wedding. Of it. <laughs> it's just it's bad. My brain is completely broken, and I'm worried I'm gonna like do that when it's actually wedding time. So. We got weddings, we got newborn kids, we got wedding anniversaries for you. It's the podcast anniversary, two-year anniversary, I think on Saturday, maybe? The oh, 5th, wow. whatever day that is. Yeah. So, I don't know. Are you going to take me out to dinner for that, like you are maybe your wife? Or We're going to have a your... Zoom dinner. Okay. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So, a lot going on, and there's, a, there's golf tournaments as well, so we should probably talk about them. Let's get to the schedule for the week. Up first. Schedule. Schedule for the week. Up first, we have the Andalusia masters over on the european tour wow we're bringing that first that's that's a uh, just to confirm that is a gross championship correct that's a gross every stroke yeah everybody starts at uh even par for that um it's at royal i didn't know it was called the royal valderrama club uh valderrama of course so bad it's good in my opinion not quite to the dfl level (laughs) so many trees it amuses the hell out of me to watch them have to like, it's, I think it's 18. It just really chokes in front of the green, like it, it, even, you know, more intensely than the fairway, which is already intensely uh, claustrophobic. It's just, it's so bad. It's amusing. In my uh, over par so, one a couple of years ago. That sounds right. That sounds I think right. it was beef that won over par shot one over. Or, I'm not sure what he shot, but over par one recently. That's uh so, That'll be that'll be fun to watch. Who who doesn't yeah. like a good Spanish Open? Unfortunately, you know the most famous Spaniard is not going to be in the field. I know it's ridiculous. I think a real power move would have been if he said, "I got to go play." It's the Masters, by the way, not Spanish Open. Andalusia Masters. Uh, but this is not just like being a hipster. Hipster take. 
I I love these headliners. I love these notables. This is like a great feel to me, and it's almost more appealing collection of misfits than the than the other event we got this week. Martin Keimer. Why don't we just Burn give it v- event of the week now? Let's do it. Yep, Event, Valderrama. Event of the week. Event Stand. of the week. Slam the gavel. <laughs> Martin Keimer, who's fascinating to watch, could shoot 62, could shoot 82. You don't know where Back that's going right now. Back the last week, in Again. contention. Playing well. Resurgent. Only 35 years old. <sighs> Won a U.S. Open, a PGA, and a Players' Championship. Got to number uh, one in the world. Had some real Ryder Cup glory with the putt at Medina when it looked a little shaky, and you did win it. All right, uh, uh, real talk though. Yeah. Of the players in the top ten, I'm gonna re- list them off. Who has a better resume, career resume than Martin Keimer in the top in the ten? Rennie. Current D- OWGR top. T- okay. DJ one major. What twenty two wins? Yeah. I don't think so. I think I'd take Keimer's resume. Two majors and a players. All Three, right. according to the World Golf Hall of Fame. Yeah. John Rahm. Well, yeah. I mean, For this now. is just a... For yeah, now. You got to take Keimer. That's a year's thing. That's a... JT. Yeah. Keimer. Yeah, I think it's Keimer. Yeah. Rory. Take Rory. 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 Morikawa. Take Keimer. Keimer. That's a youth issue. Webb. Keimer. Brooks. Take Brooks, right? Brooks, Four. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's actually it's kind of it could be a discussion. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Bryson, the the big boy. Of course, <laughs> Keimer. Reed, Keimer. Ki- <laughs> yeah. Adam Scott. Keimer, I think. Oh, that's a, that's a I think Adam Scott's got twenty nine worldwide wins. Who's more likely to win a major again? I think Adam Scott. Right? I I think think you have to take Adam Scott. He's got a players, a major, 29 worldwide wins. Okay. Right? So you got, what is it? Three three guys in the top 10 right now with better careers. And he's, what, hypothetically, hypothetically, this should be his prime. I know. I know. He just comes and goes, though. He just, like, more than anyone, he just decides to. Show up, win a major, and then go walk in the woods for 18 months. You know, he just disappears. I, um, I, I've been led to believe that golf, especially in his younger years, was never really the priority for Mr. Keimer. Yes. What's amazing to me is, like, they stereo... This is great. Tour Championship Week, we're doing a lot of Keimer talk off the top. But they, they like, pigeonholed him as, like... He's like Bernhard Langer, this very serious, like German, like auto machine, like, you know, once everything has to be mechanically perfect, it's just uh, total, too completely serious. And while he isn't like this, you know, gregarious personality, maybe on the screen, I'm pretty sure he's not like this, you know, perfectionist quite like Lahner. No, I, I <laughs> through the jupe scoop, you know. Uh, world back, you know, 10 years yeah. ago, Keimer's yeah. life was filled with late nights. Um, okay. And, uh, and go. women. So there we, <laughs> there we go. There we go. That was when uh, he was, yeah. you know, the best golfer, arguably the best golfer in the world too, you know? Yep. Yep. But I just, they always just threw him in the Bernard category of this guy is just a psychotic kind m- of seem, machine. Seems like the complete opposite 
of uh, yeah. personalities. Like I do not envision Bern or, or Martin Keimer grinding it out into his mid sixties on the Champions Tour. He's very dry, certainly. Like you know, he is dry. He doesn't give you a ton. I don't but... think. I think he's pretty good. I think he's pretty candid. I think no, yes. When he talks, substance is great, but tone and, and kind of delivery can be. I guess you could maybe say he's like Lana a little bit. All right, so that's notable. Bern Wiesberger, another notable. Do we want to do ten minutes on him? Like we just did, Kymer. The cheeseburger. Uh, the cheeseburger. Jose Maria, a former spotlight subject. Love to see him out there playing. You know, it's just good to watch him these days. Lee Westwood, favorite of yours. I did a podcast with the historian of Wingfoot the other day. Yeah. And he told a story about like how in 06 or whatever, Jose Maria just spent like 30 or 40 minutes on the first green at Wingfoot, just hitting shots all around it. And I just thought about it. I was like, that just sounds exactly like what he would do. I think I'd rather watch that than the tour championship. Me too. If you could let me watch him hit short shots around Wingfoot's first green, you know, yeah. hit that. I could watch that on YouTube. I would, I would do that. Um, <laughs> all right. Jose Maria, a lot the ball, Lee Westwood, Thomas Bjorn, Radmus Hogard, Houghton Lee, Victor Perez, and Andy Sullivan. I think it's a great collection of people. I love it. Spanish masters. That's hey, coffee golf. Do we know what? if, um, Westy's coming over for the U.S. Open? That's a good question. We do not know that. Huh. Good question. Who's on the alternates list? What do they have? They have like 139 guys already in, maybe, of exemptions. Something like that. They added 16 this week. I think we should see comment for that. Uh, maybe I'll tweet, I'll tweet at him. I'll tweet at him. At Westy's Wisdom. Have you seen this Westy's Wisdom? Westy Wisdom series? No, what's that? He's doing no. like a little short video series Where called West- Wisdom. That are all, it's all piece. on the golf course, but I want off the golf course wisdoms yeah. from Westy. That's where I that want is, wisdom. I, I want agree. wisdom about what you what wines you should order at restaurants. What what are the best meats meat wine pairing? You know what are your favorite yeah. daytime cocktails? These are the things I want Westy wisdom for. What if he doesn't come over? Now, are you going to apply some double standard? You give Yako Van Zyl a bunch of shit. You give Ryan Moore a bunch of shit. If he's just... He cited safety. You can't... Willfully skipping majors. You can't knock somebody for citing safety. Did you see uh, Molinari? <laughs> yeah, what's going on there? I worry about Francesco. I think he's, he's, like... he's he won his major. He had the best year of his career. He probably knows that he's never going to play golf as well. I would. I think I might struggle with that some too. Would you like what? if you if you had a six month stretch where you knew you played the best golf, like you got to the best you could possibly play? I mean, the stretch from basically like right before Potomac say, through the Ryder Cup, including well, yeah, it is the best Potomac. golf yeah. you're ever going to play in your career. I kind of probably would struggle too with like, you know, does it really matter anymore? What if Tiger ended his career like he did Ernie and others? He might have. <laughs> I'm kidding. Twenty nine. I mean, yeah. Remember how how cr- that cr- those crazy pars that he was yes, making through till like what? I guess basically twelve, right? You know, all the way through six. 
up and down. He's getting it, up it, and it down out of trash five, cans. Five, yeah, it was an incredible day. It was like, talk about duct tape day. And then it, you know, the From duct like tape the, came off. And I remember talking about going into that mat, that final round. Like, the guy is so frustrating because, like, I, we were all rooting for Tiger. And it was like, the guy is just never going to make a bogey. You were just like, he, right. he didn't make any bogeys at Carnoustie. He just was yep. like relentless. And then that front nine, he's playing complete garbage and he's just making pars out everywhere. Yeah. I love this. We're doing Martin Keimer in 2019 Masters. Something Wait, I forgot but... to mention on what? On Sunday's podcast, which I've been kicking. I was laying, I just, you know, changed a diaper. It was like three in the morning and I was uh-huh. trying to go back to sleep and I couldn't mm-hmm. stop thinking about was the last time we saw an 18th hole duel between Rom and DJ. And I'm so mad that I forgot about this. <laughs> was the porta potty at WGC Austin? An amazing, amazing sort of external force deciding a WGC. Rom loses his cool. Some dope over on the, you know, waited. You know, that's a five day event, countless matches. Then we get to the last hole of the last match. Some dope decides that's when he's got to take a leak. Door slams. Rob's like coming through to chip. Boom. Blows him up. Right. Was it a lag putt or a chip from the back it of the green? It was something on the back of the green. It, it yeah. was, I think yeah. it might have been a chip. I, I can't okay. remember. But that, it, that was, we've had some epic, memorable DJ Rom 18th holes. And that was when Rob was really breaking out. Yeah. Yep. What's going on with Molinari? He's just not playing? But that's what I'm saying. He's I just I, I think he's just enjoying California, life. Says he's healthy. Says it's not. He's just adjusting to life, moving away. All right. I, I hope he's okay. But yeah, European tour six to eight on Thursday and Friday, seven thirty to noon on Saturday and Sunday. Wake up with the soothing dulcet tones of Dougie Donnelly and the group there. So I think I think it's a very nice event. Event of the week. Good field. Amusing golf course. I like it. <laughs> And a not a good golf course, an amusing one. I said amusing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so right, amusing, else... you could say it's good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Elsewhere, uh, on the Corn Ferry Tour, the Buy.com Tour, we have the Lincoln Land Championship presented by LRS. That's in your neck of the woods, is it not? It's not in my Lincoln neck of Land? the woods. It's, it's, it's in Springfield. It's a good three and a half hour hike from, from my... <laughs> it's a place, Panther you're Creek gonna, Country gonna... Club... You're gonna make a distinction about that, but go claiming Reno's Northwest, of the, you know the Pacific Northwest. You, you and your your you know relativity when it comes to geography. I have a strict years. rule. I know it's September technically now, but I do not. After spending, you know, I think maybe two summers in Champaign, Illinois, for summer school, mm-hmm. I do not go down to uh, to Central Illinois in the summer. Um, Is it just oppressively? Is it like a Bell Reeve type situation down there? Just like oppressively <sighs> hot so and hot, yeah. and there's no cooling effect. There's no lake breeze. Yeah. It's just <laughs> hot. There's just no nothing. There's no trees. There aren't big trees in sight. It is just a, a hot place, and I feel for anybody that's down in Springfield. I remember I played a USAM qualifier years ago, and it was at Piper Glen which is in Springfield. It's not Panther Creek, but it's Piper Glen. And, and it ended up like 30 people finished the, the qualifier because of the heat. It was, oh I mean, people were like 
passing out on the golf course and like being having having to like withdraw themselves from the event it was like it it was more of a test of endurance than it was a a test of golf because of the heat index was like 115 degrees it could just get so hot but i think it's supposed to be pretty nice this week down there good this is originally I don't know if it's technically the start of a new season. I think, it, you know, it's an event that was originally scheduled for mid-July. I think they um, have five canceled. more events this season. That's right. Because they're coming to Chicago next week. Mm-hmm. They're going Wichita, to... Uh... Savannah, and Orange County National. So they got, yeah. Looks like they got five more events this season. But it does none of it matters. We got really, the Fitzy right? Swing here. <laughs> the Fitzy Swing. Springfield and yeah, Springfield Chicago Highlands Club. We can talk about that next week. What is that? That's a, Where is that? It's it's in Westchester. It's close to me. It's probably twenty minutes from me. It's built on a landfill. You know, a nice little Art Hills design. Okay, it's okay. it's okay. It's a golf course. Art Hills. Okay, Art Hills has done a lot of work around here. Uh, he's, my, my neck he's, of the woods. He's butchered a lot of things. Yeah, in his day yeah, loves catch basins. Yeah. Loves, loves containment mounting. Just loves just abusing na- great natural features. He Shopping came through flattening DC. fairways. Some guy at some club in DC stamped him and then he just was you know, took a scythe and went all through town chopping things up. You know, so, he did that um, in Ohio too, your your other oh, really? claim claimed land. <laughs> Detroit. He was he was prolific at just abusing places. He has some okay golf courses, but I mean, the guy just was a he. He was like he's like the Grim Reaper. If 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 you That's say our hills came to yeah. came to the X Y Z classic golf I just, course, I just assume there's nothing left. I can't believe how many hand, how many places he's got his hands on around here. It's like I don't know how. You know how everybody. much money that guy made? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For just so. doing shitty work. <laughs> LPGA is off, but they come back with the A and A next week. And uh, on the PGA Tour, we have the Tour Championship that is at East Lake Golf Club, or I don't even know what it is. What's I don't it think it's fair to call it a championship. Well, here's our issue. So, all right, never mind. This is it's wall-to-wall golf. It's one to six on Golf Channel, three to seven on Sunday with the NBC, and we have a one thirty to six p.m. Monday Labor Day finish. Real opportunity. It starts PGA Tour Live starts at ten forty-five. It's just it's all day. So, uh, why is it not fair to call it a championship? Because it's net. It needs the, the moniker before it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, PXG calls it the FedEx Club Championship, <laughs> which is more a- appropriate. I mean, it's a little event on the cocktail circuit with just sixty million at stake. There's low net, there's low gross, there's all sorts of leaderboards. Seriously, though, like the biggest issue, I think, and we raised this many times last year. Obviously, the OWGR committee uh, created the shadow leaderboard, our favorite thing. Who wins the shadow leaderboard for actual OWGR points? But well, the fact that it goes down as an official win, I think, is still the issue, right? Huge I mean, it gets issue. added as because you're not starting at the same spot. I just think when, like, we think about this from what we did, especially now with the COVID, the coronavirus break, when we were doing these spotlights. Yeah. 
There yeah. were all these like really cool events, like the the World Series, like that uh, that Johnny Walker, the the World mm-hmm. Match Play, all these the cool cool things that happened. And it's like this tour championship is a giant event. On the, it's the you know arguably probably the second biggest event on the PGA Tour schedule, and it's not a real tournament. It's not even a real golf tournament. So, like, if DJ wins, are we all of a sudden saying he has, like, 23, what is it, 22 career wins? Well, does like it, if, if and he I wins, love DJ. last year it worked out where Rory won both yeah. ways. Yeah, he won. But where it doesn't love. work out is when a guy, one guy wins a tournament and another guy, but the other guy actually wins because he had, like, a four-shot win. Yeah. Yeah. Or a four-shot lead. Like, right. what happens, what about Fina? What if he wins? Technically, this week, but loses because he's eight shots behind DJ. Didn't win over total stroke. Yeah. What if he yeah. break like him or Hofland? What if they break the PR curse but don't actually break it? What if he now wins? There are larger, larger forces at play here. Where is he now in the leaderboard? He's two under. He starts at two under. Hovland starts at even. Is it possible for he now to win low net but not low gross? Yeah, like so say he, can some win. guy from behind him comes, <laughs> and then do, like I, like a, he gets the second career win, but it's not actually actually played it in less more strokes than the guy another person in the field. That could be the way the PR curse is broken. Maybe that's the needle we thread. What he if won, he what if he, he wins took... but doesn't get the win? Is it broken? That's another. That's uh, yeah. What if he does? Yeah, he actually takes the least amount of strokes. But doesn't get the win. Is it broken? A lot of interesting. And, and for our our stake, do we count it as another win for him? Like if he actually yeah. wins the tournament. <laughs> this is a big thing at play. I mean, I say the PR curse is one of the four biggest stories in golf right now. Yeah, we have a mystical like, yeah, it's just all sorts of mystical ghostly curses at, at stake here. I mean, been screwed around with these low net, low growth. The PR curse is currently inflicting two of the top 31 players <laughs> in the game of golf. That's, just, that's a big story. One guy who seems to be seemingly is in contention at every major. Uh, okay, tour championship. Featured groups, I don't know what they are. They're, I, they're I probably the, the, the low... Six players. So, right. all right, I'm just going to read DJ off. DJ Rom, JT Webb, Morikawa Burger. I, I mean, here's the thing: they start teeing off at like noon, and PJ Tour Live is live at 10:45. So they're doing an hour and 15 minutes of just of propaganda talk, dog content. You know, kids signing charity work stuff. Like, I don't know what they're doing there for an hour and 15 minutes. What are they doing? So I don't even know why they, they don't need feature groups. So. All right, let's just run through the players, right? I'm going to start at the bottom of the leaderboard. All right, let's do a read for our uh, good friends at Athletic Brewing. All right. Uh, you know, like we said, a lot of life events going on, busy, hectic. I got to focus on this wedding, not speech, but ceremony. Uh, I've been working on it at night, but the days are too stressful, and I just need, like, this has been... I hit that, like, 5 o'clock time. I saw Kevin, KVV had a... Had a tweet about this a couple weeks ago. It's like 4.55. Do I go for the extra coffee or the drink? And Athletic has kind of 
fits some little like sweet spot for me where I can have a beer, but also know I can still be productive for the rest of the night. And I'm not done because I do have a bit of a moderation problem, Andy, as you know me, like one at five becomes, you know, quite a bit by eight, nine o'clock. Uh, but so athletic has kind of been hitting the sweet spot for me, especially in these stressful times. I've been so. dealing with something similar where I, I have to get up every two to three hours at night. Literally every two to three hours I am getting up. And the other night I had I had like a three quarters of a bottle of wine. And let me tell yeah. you, it made the getting up process a lot <laughs> less enjoyable than it is, which isn't enjoyable. Like it, you just noticeably feel a lot worse when you're getting up at all these times. And uh, to be honest, I've been drinking a lot of athletic because I, I want to have a little decompressor. Yeah, it, the, the taste, it just works. I don't know, it works. I, I can't speak to it's medically, you know, officially, but it works for me, seems to work for you. Uh, athleticbrewing.com is the URL. The discount code is fried egg fall 20. You get 20% off your entire order. Not just one six pack, it's the entire order. I'd recommend the IPA. I'd recommend the D- Upside Dawn Ale. Everyone I've had is good. It's not. It doesn't feel like I'm putting a brick in my stomach, and it also doesn't feel like, um, like you're drinking just like beer flavored water, like piss in the bottle, as I usually say. It it just it it's a good middle ground there for that in terms of taste. All right. Uh, What's our promo egg, code? Fried egg fall twenty twenty percent off your entire order. All right. Now back to uh, players. Okay. All right. Last man in. Uh, Former, the dishonorably discharged, <laughs> Billy, Corporal Billy Horschel. He was probably a general. He was what about guy. him? All right, what about him? He's Mr. What? FedEx Cup. This guy, he is. he's won a FedEx Cup a couple years ago. He finished fourth in the FedEx Cup. He's made it to ETH like a ton of times, and he's never relevant in, in majors. Otherwise, is that true? Like, can you think of think any he time he's contended no. in a major? His mo- most, uh, the most relevant he's been in a major for me was when he went nuts on the Chambers Bay greens, and he was doing the weird <laughs> like gyrations on the green, doing the snake moves, just flipped out, like really acting like a child. Um, All right, you ready? He's got one yeah. top five in a major, one top ten, six top twenty fives in twenty six starts. One top five came. His first U.S. Open he played, 2013 U.S. Open. Hasn't hasn't finished top ten since his first or second first U.S. Open as a as a pro. He's like, I think he might have been the Prince Panavidra before Rory moved in on him. His dad, oh, you know, he lives up there, loves, him. loves to just, yeah, yeah, big big focus of the charity social content too. Cameron um, Champ. Congrats to Cameron. This is his. Is it, did he make it to East Lake last year? He might have. He won. No. He, Wait, he, he won Sanderson, right? And then he won Safeway. He did right? not. I don't think he did because he fell off a cliff last year. Um, That's right. That's right. It, if you had to guess what his OWGR is, what would you guess? Camp Champs. Yeah. Probably, I would guess pretty high. I would guess like forty-four. 75 isn't that nuts wow he's kind so of a trick he's or in treat the masters because he won yeah okay i think he's like kind of trick or treat where he's either 
really sure. locked in and he's going to be or it's not going to be a good week. I think he's like trick or treat round around too. Yeah. A little bit, you know. So. But Okay. Um he's not Who that young. He's not as young as everybody thinks he is either. That's the thing with Champ. I think he's 24, 25 now. Um okay. he's but obviously he's won three times. So that's Yep. Nothing not something to sneeze at or twice twice uh, Mackenzie Hughes we didn't talk about this Monday that was a cool up and down to get in and we didn't talk about that I don't think so it was great and fantastic le- legitimately like that's when projected standings matter and mm-hmm. he is an example of a guy that getting into the top 30 is a big deal for yep yep he's also a little hot and cold right like he can you know could win, go on a run of contention, and then really st- struggle to make it cuts for a couple months. Former Kent State player, Golden Flash, he and Ben Curtis. Victor Hovland. Okay. Good he's in Former there. USA amateur win- winner. He'd be a... Uh, curse. He's horrible, actually, horrible clothing. Jay Lindenberg, I think, is what it is. He's eligible for Rookie of the Year. No. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, because he didn't get his card last year so like morikawa uh, wolf got their yeah. cards last year hovland is eligible for you had to go team. back to web finals right yeah. that's right was, <laughs> you were you were worked up about that it was idiotic uh, and still is idiotic that that has not changed okay. um who's next he's up to 31 in the world and still i i what i like about him is how honest he is that he sucks at chipping um up next cam smith and this is the end of the group at even Even par Par, aka the cameron zone cameron champ cameron smith the group at even par how about how they put those two together on that great illustration from golf tv (laughs) caricature you know that got a lot of play on twitter in the relative world of bad fedex cup content bad PGA tour content where they're throwing ungodly amounts of money to produce things. I didn't think it was that bad. Well, who is your favorite player? Which player did you stare at the most? JT looks like the biggest (laughs) chunk. Like what did they do to him? JT, they just put like 50 pounds on him. That's what I was confused about. Webb, of course, looks like he's going to the gas station, get a pack of Newports and a monster 24 ounce. Like, what's with the beard all of a sudden? He looks like he just wants to be riding motorbikes or <laughs> well, something. Well, it's so dark, and his beard is so light. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. It's like the, the artist struggled with the beards, I thought. My I favorite, didn't think it was that bad. My really favorite was Sungjae. I could stare at the Sungjae illustration because he looked so jovial. Happy, yeah. He's I, fan- he's happy. He was... And the world right now is such a, you know, there's so much hate in the world that anybody that stared at that Sungjae picture could not (laughs) do anything but smile. It just took me to a different place. There you go. Sungjae, putting people in a good mood. I like like jovial for Sungjae's just general, you know, demeanor. I agree. I agree. Okay. So that's the Cameron zone. Anything else on the painting you want to do or the, the drawing? No. It wasn't that bad. I, I don't think it was that bad. I feel for the art. It's probably a hard thing to do. So All right. I, Leishman. We didn't say anything about Cam Smith. 
Oh, Cam Smith won the Sony. All right. That seems like we're fine. Forever ago. Yeah. Um, A collector of old putters, I'm told. All right. Mark Leishman. Oh, one thing with Cam Smith. (laughs) What? You know, he I remember watching an interview with him after the restart and he's like, yeah, you know, I didn't really work on my game much at all during the break. And well, that's his whole thing. He just likes hanging with the mates. So, mates. So look, listen to this. So okay. since restart, MC, 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 T68, T59, <laughs> T43, T18, T20. He's working his way back into four. There you go. He's on the way. This is his whole thing. I think he has a very relatable sort of uh, aura and approach. He he. Finished top five at Chambers Bay, right? He's real young. That got him a bunch of like major exemptions and starts. And from what I understand, he just went back to Australia and partied his ass off. And like he just took it for granted that he was going to be a top player. And I think, I, I don't know. I just, I, I kind of appreciate it. It's relatable in a way. Hey, we got a hard stop at 15 minutes. We better start cooking. Shit. Okay. All right, Mark Leishman. We're going. To, we're just going to do a group. We're going to do the group at one. You're the. You're going to get the most content on the guys that are even. Whoever there you go. Chance. I like that. You get Keimer, <laughs> the Ma- Andalusia Masters, and last year's Masters, and the group at even par. All right, we got Leishman, Nah, Palmer, Honest Abe, Answer, and Kevin Kisner at minus one. So. If all these guys cease to be on the PGA Tour, would you notice? I think I would notice. I I would say I like Kisner. I think is a very relatable guy. Um, he just I agree. And Abe Answer, I'd miss, but the other three, I like. Le- Leishman's a good guy too. Oh, this is not to say anything about their their games, who they are. I like actually all five of these players quite a bit. Kevin Kisner, I enjoy immensely. I'm just suggesting like for like you, this is where the tour gets into like the create a player like where it happens after the top like eight guys that are superstars kind of thing where where then this is their event with only 30 in it you, you know this kind of I would I would mourn the loss of uh, Kisner I would be with you I think he injects I, a little bit of variety in terms of style of play and a guy especially this week on Bermuda Greens when I'd never bet against Kevin Kisner on Bermuda Greens. So That's a good point. Good um, point. He's been playing he great some, golf, too. He had some authenticity to the tour, for sure. All right. All right. Next group, two under. The aforementioned Tony Finau, Tyrrell Hatton, Joaquin Neiman, Scotty Scheffler, and former FedEx Cup number one, Lanto Griffin. From right uh, two play time, the home game. Two-time FedEx Cup two number time. one. <laughs> Took it back. Took it back from Rory at the uh, now canceled WGC HSBC champions. I don't he have much to Bermuda, say about this right? group either. Yeah. He was playing. He's number one FedEx Cup player in playing an opposite field event. Uh, <laughs> we already <laughs> talked about Finau. That's a big story. I would say the other thing here is uh, is Neiman. Can he- hey, a Go ahead. Young, he's twenty. Out. He's still only twenty-one years old. A friend of ours from South America, big-time listener, says he likes Neiman a lot at Wingfoot. Would you agree with that or no? Um, I think that most setups require some ex- 
most setups don't require very much experience anymore. And wing foot might be one spot that requires a little bit of experience and patience. Yeah. Because okay. of the greens. Just a lot of buzz around Neiman. Um, rightfully so. I think, I mean, he's a great player. And I think yeah. there, something needs to be said about like Neiman's here and Matt Wolf isn't. And Neiman's younger than Wolf. And the amount of buzz that Matt Wolf gets versus Neiman is, you know, greatly. Yep. skewed that way and it's just a sheer fact that matt wolf is american and neiman's not american um scotty scheffler obviously as a rookie getting to east lake he'd be he's I, I guess he'd be the front runner for rookie of the year of this class right uh did anybody win you should look up rob bolton's rookie rankings it's usually whoever finishes higher in the fedex cup that's like that almost true? like standard operating procedure so that's something to watch. Rookie of the year watch would be that. this. This is the other idiotic thing about uh, about the way it works now. And I know this, but like DJ, his end of the year FedEx Cup rank last year's thirtieth. He did not yeah, have yeah. the thirtieth best season. Yeah. So current rookie rankings through the BMW: Scheffler is number one per Rob Bolton. Hovland's two, then Harry Higgs is three. So it's between Hovland and and Scheffler. Hovland's the only one with a win. Obviously, he has twice as many top tens. Scheffler has twice as many top tens. So, all right, okay. On to three group at three under. Okay. Um, Todd, watch. Comeback player of the year. He's seven shots. Behind. Most improved. That doesn't this exist is such anymore. Bullshit. He's not giving him a real chance. He's had a season for the ages. He's starting seven shots back. Ridiculous. Prince Potavidra, Rory, who's on baby watch. Um, which yeah. I can tell you the week before your baby comes from recent memory, your brain is all over the place. What is this, uh, this like post dad bump they're talking about with Willett, Will it? uh, some Bryson said he did the math on it. It was a European art, European press article. Bryson said he did the math that new fathers win a bunch or something. I, I was like listening that. to Zach Lowe podcast with Chris Herring and Chris Herring has been, diving into shooting percentages of new fathers because of what happened with like Mike Conley, how he shot lights out right when he came back. Um, And he had like, I guess he had this article queued up for it had the jazz one, but they didn't win. Yeah. Um, Okay. But there, there's something, there's something there. And I totally believe it because you have like a a fresh perspective. It, It does, you know, it changes your, I might be picking Rory at the U.S. Open. Or the Masters. U.S. Open right after. I mean, that's like kind of the same as Willett. That's Uh, true. Patrick Patrick Reed, who uh, Mr. Mr. Right Pin pin Reed. (laughs) Is that a new nickname? All right. Xander and uh, Bassie Munoz. Another for, a former FedEx Cup number one. Hey, what do you make? I think Bacon presented this to us. What do you make of the announcers that really go hard for like the foreign names? The American announcers. Like, is it Sebastian Munoz or like the guy who goes, Munoz? Like, you know, the guy. Or like some that really try to do a little bit too much flair. It's like, all right, buddy, you're not like European. Like Jimenez? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like. I don't know what's right and what's wrong. I'm horrible at pronunciations, but some of these guys are trying a little too hard on the broadcast. So can we, uh, Bassie Munoz making it this far. 
pretty uh-huh. impressive, even in a shortened season, right? Yeah, yeah. Vassy Munoz and Brendan Todd. I think those are the two maybe tour worst case scenarios with those guys. Here's maybe here's one. a low key thing. If this was a real playoff, Vassy Munoz, T eighteen, T eight. Sneaky having one of the best playoffs of anybody, but he's still buried seven shots behind the leader. Yep. Yep. Um yep. all right. Okay. T- Next group. T six. Group of T six starting at T six. Hideki. Sung JM, who hasn't done broken an egg really since the restart, but is still sure. s- still in this group. Uh Bryson, the big boy, thick boy, who this I saw Hank Haney had some podcast he was talking about, is he too obsessed with distance? I mean, he's been a milk carton, right? Since yeah. Detroit, more or less, or since he, he since the fence gate, you know, he hit one over the fence. It seems uh, like OB. firm firm setups really give him trouble right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Harris English, that's kind of incredible. Great story. He's a guy bounces around, you know, conditional very highly status. touted. Yeah, highly touted player coming out. You know, people thought he'd be a pretty, you know, regular winner. He's won a lot. Lost his status. He's won a lot. Lost his status, and now he's here. He's maybe the hottest player in the tour outside of DJ and Rom. Think about this. Played only 13 events this year. Started the year 183rd in the world rankings and uh, is now up to 51. Pretty good rise. Amazing. Amazing. He's He could fight for Todd, you know, with Todd for... He might be second on most improved or comeback. Or whatever. the non-existent comeback player of the year honors. Berger would have anymore. to be in there too. Sure. Sure. Berger could be a comeback player of the year. That was an injury he came back from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Then we go fifth and fifth in the FedEx Cup. This Solo used to five. this used to ensure you would have a chance you to win. win. Control your own destiny. Use former. Not a actual yeah. Did you like that more or this more? Uh, probably that. I think it... Probably that. I think it leaves more... I don't know. Creates more options, in my opinion, for, for variety. You know? All right. more. I, I just... It opens more windows, in my opinion. So. I like that, too. More. Um, yeah. Morikawa, five under. Okay. Won the PGA... Let's let's talk here. Let's talk in. So Morikawa is five under. Webb's six under. JT seven under. Rom is eight under. DJ's ten under. All right. Morikawa. We are being, yeah, Morikawa. Arguably, you know, like I will say this: if he wins this, it's one of one of the greatest first full seasons, especially considering the shortened length of it. He'd have, you know, a win at. Workday Charity Open, a PGA, and a FedEx Cup at age 23 would be pretty. A blue one in a playoff at Colonial, like a runner-up that was, yeah. Be pretty impressive. So that gets me to the next question. Would he be player of the year? Because now we are seeing this ultimate prize talk concurrent to that is this is the deciding player of the year event. John Rahm is saying that. Um, we've got DJ obviously making a push. JT has won three times, but two were, you know, long, long time ago. Um, Colin Morikawa's won a major and a pretty primo event at Muirfield Village. 
I think Webb, you know, he's won twice. I don't know that he's in there, but he he didn't play a playoff event. <laughs> Would this decide it? If it's the winner, if one of those names won the tour championship and FedEx Cup, does that break it? I think. I think with Mark, JT, I think it if is. Mark Leishman wins it, he should be Player of the Year. <laughs> I'll just say it's a nice little extra carrot for the tour to shout about. You know, granted, you're winning Player of the Year when there's been only one major played, which is a little goofy, right? It's it's kind of the uh, this is kind award. of the ideal situation for the tour. Had they gotten uh, the players in and there saying. wasn't a PGA, it would be maybe yeah. that should be the PGA Tour Player of the Year should be just decided off of PGA Tour events. And then, you know, they should have an independent vote among media for golf's player of the year where we actually consider the entire global landscape of the game. (laughs) What do you think about that? I like it. I like it. That makes sense. All right, Webb. What about him? All right. It would be- I love I love that he took a playoff event. If he won it while only playing two out of three events, I think that would be great. That's, that's, I kind of would that, love that too. Right? That might be what I'm rooting for. <laughs> I could see it coming into your head right now. Uh, Leishman or Webb? Leishman or Webb. Whatever creates the most <laughs> chaos and egg on the tour's face. Is that what you're getting at? JT okay. at seven. Yeah. Hey, be be uh last year he was in the pole position he said he struggled with it remember that where he yes. said it was a, yes. a mental yeah. thing it was a mental thing start can i make a somewhat uh, i don't know a take similar to the neiman thing you're saying yeah real quick so jt's tweeting about his dad again mike thomas i would just like to say his dad is like a legit pro. It's his it's his coach. It's his confidant. It's like best friend. He's in like every Better camera friend than shot. Jordan. He's in every camera shot. He find he's in always waiting in the locker room. He's everywhere. The relationship is incredibly admirable. I hope I have that relationship with my kid. I'm not taking a shot at him. I'm just saying if Mike Thomas were like Earl Woods or was like uh, the father of like a young Asian phenom, boy, girl, whatever, there would be a lot more like sports writer takes and hot, you know, and eye rolls and tweets and satirical like shots taken. I just say it's a little bit of a double standard given how much Mike Thomas is on camera and in the frame. And I'm not saying that's bad or it's his fault, but uh, I think there's there's certainly a, a, a bias going on there. Just That's all. Little, little take. All right. I just saw the tweet this morning. What about, uh, they kind of do the same thing to a lesser extent with Xander and his dad. They do. A little bit, yeah. Now, they have an actual interesting wild story, a little bit. And the JT story is great, too, given the history of the club pros. So, I don't know. It's just, there's double standards all over the place. So, All right. All right, what else you got? Rom? Yeah. Does this do anything? Does it change anything if he wins this for no. you? No. Me either. He's, and like, unfortunately for him, or unfortunately, I don't know, like he's rapidly ascending to the point in the career where it's like about the majors and almost only about the majors anymore. Yeah. Right? And that's the burden of being that great and being that successful. And he's only whatever. He's 25 or something like that. But he's get, I think he's kind of at that point. So DJ at 10. Um, he, this could be potential runaway, the way he's playing. 
Is that worst yeah. case scenario really for for the tour is DJ puts on a Boston performance? Um it'd be the worst case scenario for this new, you know, invention they came up with, right? It would just be like we created this to, you know, create simplicity and clarity, but in the and what we've done is create a boring ass tournament. What happened was totally backfired in year two. I don't know. That that could be it. Big J's creation, right? If he if he wins this event, legit wins probably the best playoff performance going one two one. And in the manner, especially in which he's played, where You're talking about just golf, right? Yeah. From <laughs> All right. I didn't know if you were bringing in other sports. No, 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 no. Okay. Just golf. All right. All right. Uh that sounds right. I mean, Rory's probably got some contentions in there, didn't he? Hasn't he won twice? And Horschel and some of those were great yeah. in the playoffs. Can be if Jagus won twice. That's true. That's true. I yeah. It's up there. It's up there. It's hard. It's such a short history. I don't think we have any kind of context around it, to be honest with you. All right, what else you got? That's it. That's, That's it. the full field. Who's your one and done pick? I'm taking Hideki. Really? I, I, do, I don't know how they're scoring it. My one and done league that I'm, I've been in forever is using the fucking net leaderboard. It's driving me insane. Oh, really? Yeah. What a scandal. It's bullshit. I actually don't, it doesn't look like there's a one and done in the pool that we're in, which is good. They just they've just defer it. They, they don't even recognize it. They we're should, on make, it, they should make it the Spanish uh the Spanish Masters. Yeah. Andalucia Masters. It's just bullshit because I've used almost everybody at the top, like a good one and done player would have. I have Rom. Yeah. I don't know if I want to use Rom because I kinda want to use him for one of the two majors. The season's going till the Masters for this yeah. league that I'm in. And I, I want to use him, but should I use him here where I got, I get freaking eight shots on or four shots on Hideki. All right. That's your tour championship. We have a hard stop. I have, we are juggling this like a, yeah, fitting this in like a puzzle piece. All I have for news is new schedule, which we'll go over in depth. You want to do that? Yeah. Next episode of fully kind of, there's 50 freaking events. You know, let's talk about the saturation issue. Just 50 events, six majors. Uh, no WGC. I don't have much other news. Phil's tweeting. There's definitely an angle of whatever's tweeting about Tiger. And uh, no show till t- Tuesday. Sorry. Are we pushing it off till Tuesday? Well, Monday night. Okay. All right. All right. That's it. That's it then. Sorry. Right, Monday night. We'll do. Uh, we'll do birthday winner Monday night. Does that sound good? SGSbirthdays at gmail.com. We'll give out a bottle of wine Monday night. So. All right. Everyone enjoy your tour championship. Enjoy your holiday weekend. And we will check in with you on Monday. (laughs) 